So at the end of the day, I ended up just jumping off it. And then I went through withdrawal because I just wanted to quit, right? I didn't ask the doctor. No one was helping. I didn't tell the psychiatrist anything. So what was the point? So I thought a great idea was let me just stop it cold turkey. Worst possible idea of my life. Worst possible idea. I don't know if you ever watched Train Spotting, where the guy is going through like heroin withdrawal and he's like sweating and he was sleeping in the room and all of a sudden he saw like babies crawling on the fucking on the ceiling. Well, that's what I felt like. I was profusely sweating. I didn't eat for days. I felt like I had the flu forever. And I didn't think. So I finally went to my regular doctor. Like I felt, I was like, I feel so sick. I don't understand what's going on. He's like, are you on any medication? I was like, yeah, I'm on lithium and Paxil. He goes, what the fuck, Pete? Like, what the fuck? This is how my doctor, me and my doctor talk. New Jersey. We could talk that way. What the fuck are you doing, man? I was like, I don't know. So you wake up unrested. You feel like you can take over the world. You feel like you have this huge goal list that you want to check off one by one within this month. You have these outrageous thoughts that make zero sense but only make sense to you. And you truly, truly believe it's happening. You have this untapped energy from out of nowhere. Hmm. Are you bipolar? I'm not sure. And that's the thing. Right? Over 6 million people in this world are bipolar, but there's so many more that people go untested, never see anyone, never talk about it. So how do you really know if that's actually the stat? 6 million, 6 million people. Are you one of them? And that's why you're here because you want to know, do you have it? Is it you? I'm not sure. I'm going to tell you my experience. So when I found out when I became bipolar, not when I became bipolar, when I found out I was, everything made so much more sense knowing that this was it. So join me today in 131 episode of the Mental Mobility Podcast. It's me by myself. We're going to talk about this shit, so let's go. Welcome back. How do you like the background? Not too bad, right? Like I said, this makes more sense to me. Barbells in the back, Matt, some weird dead guy over there, couple weights and plates. Just feels like home. Now I want to try this color scheme. You let me know how you like it. One, put one if you like it, or a thumbs up. If you don't like it, put a thumbs down. Put this if you don't give a shit. Whatever matters, matters to you. It doesn't really matter. Just trying to make it look good. So, you found out you are bipolar. Now what? Pretty simple. No one knows, really, that they are, right? They just kind of have these weird feelings and things that happen, And you think it's just part of normal life. You think it's fucking normal. You think it's normal to go to sleep at midnight and wake up at three in the morning full of energy, right? You think it's normal to go to sleep at 11 and wake up at two in the morning and then go and jog in for a walk because you have this energy and you feel like you're so good. You have this business plan that's going to cost $100,000 cash and you don't have it. But for some reason, you make the decision to start it anyway, and now you're trying to find $100,000 cash to make it happen. These are the things that go through your mind. This is personally, okay? I'm not going to tell you what you've done or what you're going to experience, but that's what happened to me. I thought I could take over the world. I thought I had special superpower ability. I thought I just didn't need sleep, but it was false, and it wasn't until... I don't know when it started, honestly. Like, it started around, when did we have the restaurant in Jersey? I want to say, I think it was 2008. 
is when I first got diagnosed for being bipolar because I was not feeling good. I was more feeling depressed than anything. If you guys don't know this, in bipolar, there's two different episodes, right? I'm sure there could be more bipolar one, bipolar two, but usually you'll have a depressive episode where you feel depressed, which everyone kind of knows what that is. Can't get up in the dark, have no energy, don't want to do shit, very not motivated at all. And that could last for weeks, even months or even years. I never know. Everyone's different. Everyone's episodes are very different. And then you have mania. Mania is when you have this fucking superpower and you think you can do so many different things, almost like you can conquer the world and you have the energy to do so and you have the belief to do so. Same thing with that. It can last a couple days, weeks, sometimes even months. And knowing when that's going to happen and understanding what happens to lead to that or even trigger these is great to know. But like I said, there's two parts, okay? And for me, I was just in the depressive one. I couldn't get out of it. I was fighting with my family. We owned this restaurant together in New Jersey. And we just, you know, with that family stuff and then mental health issues, it's not really a great idea having knives and having pots and pans and fires because you kind of just want to kill each other and you want to throw shit at each other the entire time, which is pretty much what we did, right? Went outside, smashed chairs, smashed tables, smashed glasses. It was very unhealthy. But it got to the point where my mom was like, you have to go see a psychiatrist, not even a therapist, right? They completely bypassed therapy, went straight to psychiatrist because they didn't know better, right? They didn't know that. It was just therapy, then maybe psychiatrist or what the difference is, right? A psychiatrist can prescribe you medicine, a therapist cannot. Really, that's it. Psychiatrist really doesn't talk to you either. Most of them, they just kind of feed me pills to make sure that I have something and like, hey, how you doing? Doing good? Okay, perfect. Anything different? No. Okay, we're going to up, up it up. 500 milligrams, 600 milligrams. Fucking, that's really it. The other one, you have the hour where you talk and why this feel? Why don't you try this? And really a little bit more, that's a therapist, right? A little bit more comforting and or problem solving. So I did not know the difference. Ended up... Going to this guy that I really didn't fucking care about, honestly, because I didn't want to go to therapy or I didn't want to go see a psychiatrist, but I was forced because I live with my parents that I was forced to to do it. And when I did it, I didn't fucking listen, right? They gave me drugs, three drugs. I got um, lithium bicarbonate. I got Paxil, which is a like a mood stabilizer, so like for depression. And then Viagra, <laughs> Viagra, because they asked me, the doctor was like, are you in a relationship? I was like, yeah. He's like, do you have sex? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, these two pills will make you impotent. So let's give you some Viagra just in case. I was fucking like not even 30 years old yet. I need Viagra? Perfect. Sounds great to me. Greatest drug of my life. Lasts forever, but it hurt my penis a lot. 100%. Just hurt because it wouldn't go down no more. Fucking hurt a lot. And when you're in that mindset that you don't care, it doesn't matter. And I can talk a lot about the side effects that happened and the wrong things that happened because I was drinking a lot while taking the medication. I was actually being poisoned by the amount of medication. So when you take lithium, you're supposed to get blood work, right? That's what I learned this time to regulate the amount of lithium in your blood. I was toxic, Right. I did not know this. I did not know anything, but I was literally had all the side effects of being toxic inside, really pretty much being poisoned from lithium bicarbonate, which is very, very dangerous. Right. I wonder why they never fucking blood tested me. They never blood tested me, never sent me to the hospital, never did any blood profile work. Weird, right? I was blacking out. I don't remember days. If I had a little bit of alcohol, I had no idea 
the days. I had this really dry mouthedness, like almost like I smoked so much pot that it took all the fucking spit from my mouth. It was so dry. And I just felt off all the time. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel like it was helping, but I'm just listening to the doctor, right? This is what the doctor says. So I'm just going to listen to the fucking doctor, which I shouldn't have listened to the fucking doctor. I should have just kind of listened to myself because I feel like I could have just died from all the shit they were feeding me, right? Pills, pills, pills. Take this, you fucking asshole. Take it, take it, take it. And then they're not really problem solving nothing. So at the end of the day, I ended up just jumping off it. And then I went through withdrawal because I just wanted to quit, right? I didn't ask the doctor. No one was helping. I didn't tell the psychiatrist anything. So what was the point? So I thought a great idea was let me just stop it cold turkey. Worst possible idea of my life. Worst possible idea. I don't know if you ever watched Train Spotting, where the guy is going through like heroin withdrawal and he's like sweating and he was sleeping in the room and all of a sudden I saw like babies crawling on the fucking on the ceiling. Well, that's what I felt like. I was profusely sweating. I didn't eat for days. I felt like I had the flu forever. And I didn't think. So I finally went to my regular doctor. I felt, I was like, I feel so sick. I don't understand what's going on. He's like, are you on any medication? I was like, yeah, I'm on lithium and Paxil. He goes, what the fuck, Pete? Like, what the fuck? This is how my doctor, me and my doctor talk. New Jersey. We could talk that way. What the fuck are you doing, man? I was like, I don't know. I just stopped the cold turkey. They made me get on that immediately. He made me go back on to the medication immediately. It didn't help. There's no sickness. There's nothing you could do. I don't know if he gave me something else like nausea and I don't remember, honestly, but he made me get back on the medication and then he told the psychiatrist to, to wean me off it because I was, I'm pretty much killing myself. So if you are on medication before you jump off it, make sure you ask your doctor if it's okay to do so because it was hands down the worst thing. I want to say is the worst thing, the worst thing that I have ever had medically happened to me besides obviously going to crisis, end up in the hospital and shit like that. But that actually bad thing turned out to be a good thing, but jumping off and going through withdrawal, oh, I would never wish that on anyone, anyone in my entire life. Cause it's fucking miserable. It's miserable. So that's my experience of when I first found out I was bipolar and then I ended up just jumping off it. <laughs> At some point, and then dealing with it. But here's the thing, right? I didn't know what it meant to be bipolar. They just took uh, an assessment test where they asked me a bunch of questions, and then they said I was bipolar. But I did not know what that meant. I didn't care what that meant. I didn't care about anything they said. So I just shut it off and I just took pills, not knowing anything about it. Fast forward, pandemic, losing my mind, losing the business losing my friends, losing everything, which is why I'm fucking here in Las Vegas, right? Fucking lost everything. And I finally went back to the doctors, just to a therapist. I see my dog started going crazy. I forgot where it was. Um, Oh, yes, this time around. So this time around, I ended up listening more, reading more, educating myself more, because obviously I'm 20 years older (laughs) than, than then. And everything made sense to the point where I was telling my wife, I was like, oh my God, look at all this shit. This is me. This is me. It makes sense. And then the, the reoccurrence, the weird episodes of energy, the crazy 
thoughts and ideas that I have, the creativity, I miss the creativity. I still got it. It's not the same. Because now I don't got the balls to like take those creativity, those creative things on. But I was really masked through this, whatever it is, right? Frontal lobe. There's something here. I'm just trying to them. I remember the doctors telling me frontal lobe. I know it's frontal lobe inside controls things, but when you're in mania, it just like stops controlling things, and you can find someone else. That's a doctor to tell you more about that. It's not me, but I know it's in the frontal lobe, and then it just kind of controls how you make decision making. Decision making. So whatever. Maybe I'll look into it more, and I'll tell you next time. But if you are bipolar and you think you are, first off, go get checked. Right? There's no, there's nothing wrong with going to get seen. Don't be scared. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be afraid of. All it is is taking a test. Shit, I'm sure you could go take a self-test somewhere online just to see if you are by yourself. And then from there, take the next step and just go seek some help. Doesn't mean you need medication. I'm not going to tell you you need medication. Even though they say that most of us need lithium to prevent us from doing the mania, right? To really dumb down the mania. There's nothing they could do about depression, right? But there's something that they could do about that, controlling the mania, the manic episodes, because we don't want to... Um, do anything extravagant to where if you are depressed to me, this is where it was a danger point. I was so depressed that I was self-harming myself, completely self-harming myself. Now, if you add mania in when I'm feeling good, but like kind of in the cusp, I could do something very dangerous to myself, which I did, right? And that was the problem. I was doing dangerous things to my body, to myself, to my mind in order to cope with whatever was bothering me because that's the type of personality I have. And some other people may be different, Right, me, I'm just a little bit more extreme, and for me, I am fucking emo at heart, and I can't say that I'm not, but I'll take it to that level to harm myself from disappearing from this planet because that's the choices that I was going to make at that time. Now I'm a little more controlled. I understand more. I'm educated. At the same time, I know there's more to life than just what's happening in the past or even sometimes in the present or the future. So what to do next for you? Find out. Educate yourself. That's the best thing you can tell someone is learn more about this disorder. Learn more about yourself and see if it makes sense. And if it makes sense, then take the next step. If you guys want to know the next step that I've taken, comment down below. Let me know and I'll make another video for you. All right. If you have any questions, just reach out. See you later.